Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. This is Robbie Reviews. I feel the need. The need for speed. I'm make them an offer again. Life was like a box of chocolates. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss First it. First rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. So... I'll be back. Green, for lack of a better word, is good. Show me the clothes. Where we're going, we don't need clothes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Robbie's Reviews. This is a brand new podcast series on Limitless Broadcasting Network. And we were, I have one more that we're going to be promoting pretty soon. But if you like movies, if you're a movie fan like I am, you'll love this. Mm -hmm. We're going to be reviewing all new movies and some old movies that you might have forgotten. Today, I have Sammy on for the first one because this movie is is about the Barbie movie. And this is the reason why I wanted to have her on. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the Barbie movie. Hi, Barbie! Hi, Ken! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Ken! Hi, Ken! Hit the radio fast and goes cruising just as fast as she can now! I thought I might stay over tonight. Why? Because we're girlfriend boyfriend. To do what? I'm actually not sure. What are you doing here? I'm coming with you. Did you bring your rollerblades? I literally go nowhere without them. To live in Barbie land is to be a perfect being in a perfect place. Unless you have a full-on existential crisis. Or if you're Ken. (laughs) That's the the tagline. (laughs) The rating on this one is Mm PG-13. Genre is comedy. Producer, Greta Gerwing. Oh, she's a director. Oh, director, I'm sorry. Oh, I think she's both, actually. No, she is, but actually, she is the director, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Greta Gerwing. And... From the date of this recording, she is the first 
female director to have a movie cross a billion dollars in the box Ooh, office. So cool. big ups to her. Congratulations. Right. Awesome. Um, producers, David Heyman, Margot Robbie, Tom Ackerland, and Robbie Branner. I probably fucked those names up. I but I think I, hold on it. Can we pause for like two seconds? We can. Because why does his name seem... I think David Heyman was... Ah, he was the producer on Harry Potter. So he produced... David not, Heyman also produced Harry he Potter. He produced all the Harry Potter movies because I've been saying his name weekly for eight weeks over on the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. Okay, go ahead. So Greta Gerwing is actually a writer on this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, release date is July 21st, 2023. Mm-hmm. Box office gross in the United States is $351.4 million. And that's like as of now. As of now, as yeah. of this recording. Uh, running time is an hour and 45 minutes. 54. 50, an hour and 54 minutes. Almost two hours. Almost two hours. Uh, distribution company is Warner Brother Pictures. Mm -hmm. um, there are so many production companies... Mm -hmm. There's a Heyday Films, Lucky Chap, uh, Entertainment, Mattel. Mattel. Um, cast, Margot Robbie as Barbie. Uh, Ryan Gosling as Ken. Well, let's preface. They're all Barbie and they're, they're all, all Ken, Barbie. but these are like the main <laughs> Barbie and Ken. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, America Ferreira. Yeah, I was going to say, you can help me out with yeah, this one. Yeah, Gloria. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Uh, Kate McKinnon, she was Weird Barbie. Uh, Issa Rae, I wanted to shout her out because we both were excited to see her in this movie. She was like President Barbie. Yes. Okay, yeah. so she was on Project Greenlight. Mm -hmm. And she was also in the HBO show Insecure. Mm -hmm. So I actually really do like her. Yeah, I like her too. I really love Issa Rae. Um, Rhea Perlman is the ghost of Ruth. I think now I'm listening to a show called Business Wars as a podcast and they do a thing about Mattel. Versus, it's like Mattel versus Hasbro. Yeah, think, right? it's they go to one over another Business mm -hmm. Wars and they actually do the backstory of Mattel. Mm -hmm. So you should go uh, listen to that because it fills in the backstory. Yeah. And that character actually makes more sense if you listen to this. Right, you get the jokes. Yeah. And then uh, Willa Farrell mm -hmm. as Mattel CEO. Yeah, there are more people, but those are kind of the main ones, I think. Um, It has an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's the critics. Critics score. score mm -hmm. And 84% for the audience. It's pretty good. Barbie is a visually dazzling comedy whose meta humor is smartly complemented by subversive storytelling. That's what the critics are saying. Right. Better. And then the audience, audience says, "Yeah, clever, funny, all of that stuff. Entertaining, yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason why I wanted to have Sammy on this. is because we both saw it together. Mm -hmm. And um, I have different viewpoints than she does mm. on this. So... There's a couple the uh, way we're going to do this. We're going to break this down by plot, attractions, theme, okay. acting, mm -hmm. dialogue, and cinematography. Mm. And okay. if you connected with the, the subcategory, the category, the movie, okay. mm -hmm. and if you would see it again. Okay. 
All right. So, what did you think about the overall plot of the movie? I liked it. It was cheesy, which okay. is what I really expected out of it. And then it had some heart to it, which I did not expect going into the movie. I thought it would just be kind of like, because it's billed as a comedy, so... I thought it would just be more just corny Barbie silliness with Ken, but there was a whole heart storyline that was built in as well that I did not expect. I did think it was cheesy. I the first like ten minutes when they were like Barbie this and Barbie this, I got tired of them saying Barbie. So what he's referring to, if you haven't seen the movie, right? Which I'm hoping you have if you're listening if you're to seeing this, this. unless you're just trying to kind of see gauge if... whether you want to see it, but. Everybody is Barbie. Right. Everybody is Ken, which is kind of what I was saying, because they're just different versions lands. of Barbie. Right. So Barbie, Margot is like classic Barbie, but she says hello to all the other Barbies who are still just Barbie, right? They, right. they have but, different roles, but they're still Barbie. So What's clever about this is they're discontinued Barbie. Some of them, Some yes. of them are discontinued, but they're all called Barbies. Like, a Marge, like Marge. Marge, the pregnant one. Exactly. Yeah, that they don't talk about. <laughs> but they funny. say Barbie a lot in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie, and then yes. you're like, oh, my God, I want to shoot myself in the face. I did so, not want to, but I can understand why you maybe wanted to. Okay. So what did you think uh, of the, what attracted you to this movie? Well, I like the actors, okay. number one, and I think they did a good job of Margot and Ryan looking like what I would expect a person to look like if they were Barbie and Ken walking around. Okay. I think that was great casting there. And from the ads, it just looked, like I said, like cheesy, and that's what I would want going into a Barbie movie is a lot of corniness, a lot of just silliness and fun. Right. That's what I would want in a movie and the colors and all of that, it's, the pinks. and. So when they shot this, they painted a lot of the background, a lot of uh, ultra colors, a violet, it's pink, pink it's and pink. all that. And they what? actually created a shortage mm -hmm. on those products in the world because they used so much of it mm -hmm. to produce this movie. It's pretty funny. So that's pretty funny to me. That's a big So... The plot of it mm -hmm. and the story. Okay. I I personally did not like. I like uh -huh. I, I didn't not care for it, but I think they the way they portrayed the men in the show, mm -hmm. I didn't like. Mm -hmm. I thought they the Kens. The Kens were the way it came off across me is they were thinking these guys are pretty much dumb. Yeah. useless mm -hmm. and i did not like that mm -hmm. and i was like okay and then they didn't realize that you know when they went cross over into the real world the whole having the men have the house and all that mm -hmm. and help rule the house and whatnot mm -hmm. um and then ken goes back to barbie land and tries to implement that in yeah. barbie land mm -hmm. um I thought my opinion of it is Barbie was using Ken. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that she did address that later in the movie. She mm -hmm. matured. But I could tell in the beginning that she wasn't just not into him. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're trying to date this girl and she's not into you, but she wants to keep you around for your money. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And this is why I wanted to have Sammy on this, because her and I have two different 
viewpoints about this. We do. So that's my viewpoint mm -hmm. for the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. That the men in this is are looked down upon, mm -hmm. or they're not that smart. Mm -hmm. And I, we live in a world that people look down on us all the time. I don't want that. Right. Not just men, but I'm just saying in general, somebody's always looking down on somebody in the world. And I mm -hmm. don't want that in a movie when I'm trying to unwind. Mm -hmm. I don't okay. want that to be prevalent. And um, it it came off very like uh, men are this way and women are this way and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And the two didn't cross. The mm -hmm. two didn't mix. Mm -hmm. Do you Do you agree with me on that? No. Okay. <laughs> I do not. Okay. So, okay. So first of all, yes, obviously Ken was way more into Barbie and they even say that Ken has a good day when Barbie notices him. That's right. the whole thing at the beginning. Right. And he's trying to be like, Hey Barbie. And then all the Ken's are like, Hey Barbie. And it's a whole thing. But in, I, and I understand what you're saying, but to me, Barbie doesn't need Ken. So you made that reference to like, Oh, you're dating a girl who just wants you for your money, but Barbie doesn't need Ken at all. Barbie has her own house. Barbie has her own thing going and on. She does she say that. She literally doesn't need Ken But for what anything. she does is ben, uh, Ken's trying to get to know her, and she's like, every night is Barbie or girls' night. But at the end of the day, I don't think Barbie is purposely trying to lead Ken on. She's just being friendly because she's friendly to everybody. She Barbie interacts with everybody the same way. She doesn't talk to Ken any differently than I feel like she talks to the other Kens or the other Barbies. She's just but Barbie and friendly, and she talks to everybody and gets along with everyone. But you don't you think, I can't believe we're debating this, but don't you think Barbie should have made a point to look at her and him and be like, Ken, Bro, we're just friends. We're just going to be always friends. If you want something like that, you should go after this Barbie. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you have something. I mean, something. that's fair. Yeah, just I mean, to make a point, like, I'm not really into you. But I don't think she overtly tries to encourage him either. Because, again, like like we were saying, she's just like, well, we can hang out during the day, but then every night is girls' night. But she does, like you said at the end, she says, well, maybe not every night has to be right. and girls' night. I, I do appreciate her that she came... Mm -hmm. She grew up a little bit. She realized exactly. that she was hurting Ken's feeling. And she says to him, like, not everything should be about me with your life. You're Ken and, and I'm, I'm Barbie. Barbie. But when he was designed, because we have to go back to, to the story Mattel of the toys. Everything. Barbie was designed. Barbie had a wedding dress because we just heard this. Right. And everybody was like, Barbie's getting married to who? She doesn't have anybody, so they made the Ken. So Ken was made for Barbie, but Barbie doesn't didn't need the Ken. The audience, the people buying the product said, where's the boyfriend? Where's her partner? But at the beginning, Barbie was just Barbie, and she did not need Ken. So Ken was really created out of the consensus of the buyer who said, you can't have Barbie with a wedding dress, and she has nobody to walk down the aisle. So you're saying the buying audience forced Bar Ken on Barbie. They made Ken come to be because when she started, she just had lots of fun, pretty outfits to change into. Okay. And there was no man. And the, and the consumers were like, well, who's she getting married to? And then it developed into Ken. And then as we know, they had some other male, less right. successful. What, what was Ken's friend? Alan. Alan. Michael Sarah. He, I will tell you, Michael Sarah is fucking weird. He is I don't, everything. In everything, he, he's a great actor. 
I wonder how he is in real life, but like Probably in uh, Super Bad, he was weird. He actually did okay in that movie. I can mm -hmm. stand him. In mm -hmm. Rusted Development, when he was in Rusted Development, I was just like, he's he loves his cousin, maybe, or he's doing I this love or doing George that. George Michael. And oh my goodness. That's one of Sammy's favorite shows. So yeah. I'm not knocking it because I do like bits and parts of it. Mm -hmm. But he is fucking weird. I get and you. he is super strange mm -hmm. in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's Friday night. Get ready to relive the golden era of television at 90s con. You got it, dude. Happening at the Tampa Convention Center, September 15th through the 17th. And guess what? The Limitless Broadcasting Network is going all out with an amazing company booth that you won't want to miss. 90s con will transport you back to the days of iconic sitcoms and beloved characters. Picture yourself hanging out with the unforgettable cast of Boy Meets World. They'll be there, ready to meet their fans and create memories that will last a lifetime. Believe in yourselves. Dream. Try. Do good. Don't you mean do well? No, I mean do good. Full House fans, get ready to meet your favorite Tanner sisters. How rude, boy! <laughs> These television stars will be there to make your 90s dreams come true. And that's just the beginning. Stay tuned as 90scon announces even more incredible television stars who will be joining us at the convention. So mark your calendars for September 15th through the 17th and head over to the Tampa Convention Center for 90s Con. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to meet your favorite stars and immerse yourself in the magic of the past. See you all at 90s Con. So that well, that's why they put him as Alan. Right. So that brings us to the dialogue part of this. Okay. What did you think of the dialogue in the movie? I think it was fitting because all of the Barbies... And the Kens were very superficial in all of their interactions, right? Right. Ken, he beach. That's what he does. Uh, beach. beach. And, you know, like silly stuff like that. I thought that was very well done because it was fitting because you, there's not a lot going on with these, these right. Barbies. You don't start to get more dialogue until, until Barbie starts to have her crisis. Existential crisis. Yes. Because... Mm -hmm. Do you guys ever think about death? And then it's like the record <laughs> skips. It's so awkward. And then she goes and you meet Weird Barbie. And you get to start to see the development there because Weird Barbie is an outcast. So we get a little more insight into her. But the dialogue I really liked, which I'm sure was not relevant to you at all. But that was at, when at the end. Gloria comes in and they're fixing the Barbies. Like, because when Ken goes back, they're practicing, uh, I want to say monogamy, but it's not. But no, it's... it's uh, um, it's what's, a, what's the word I it's a certain word when it's the, on the tip of my tongue when the man runs the house yes i uh -huh. i can't think of it either but i you know what i'm talking about yes mm -hmm. but barbie comes back and then ken is took over her dream house and is mm -hmm. like this is my house blah yeah. blah blah mm -hmm. and all the barbies are following them around kind of like a role reversal yes. how it was mm -hmm. in the beginning for the kens yes. so i i got that part mm -hmm. and then it brings us up to this part where mm -hmm. they're talking about like 
how women are and you got to be this way in reality or in public what and you can't be this and what that. she's saying is like the standards of society so you should be uh you can't be too heavy you can't be fat but you also can't say that you think you're fat and you have to be body positive but you really should be in shape and healthy which really means thin but you can't say you want to be thin because that's looked down upon and then you should be like if you're a mom you should be a working mom and a career woman but also if you're doing that you're neglecting your children right so you should be at home taking care of your kids and your husband not working all the time but if you're not working all the time that's also seen as like a down downtrodden thing and if you're leading people you should be assertive and firm and take charge but you shouldn't really do it too much because then you're a bitch and then that's not good either and you get that sort of reputation so it's all like the feelings like she says in one big long monologue that kind of wraps up what it can feel like but to she, be female in the general but, world but she says this over and over to different barbies she, and they, she does she switches up the speech a little right. bit so but that it wasn't basically, super repetitive but yeah. Don't you think Barbie has a feministic tone in it? It does. Yes. yes. But they make a point, and I thought that was interesting. They do address when Margot goes to find the little girl she thinks that discarded her. Mm-hmm. And the that's America Ferreira's daughter. She goes up to her, and she hears about how Barbie is ruining society because her proportions are unrealistic and nobody can look like Barbie and she's ruining it for all the women by giving men unrealistic expectations of what a woman should be and look like. And, and keep in mind, Barbie... we've only seen this one time and Sammy is basically killing it word for word. <laughs> and Barbie, and I love this because it's not something, you go through that with Barbie, right? Like you love Barbie when you're little and then you're just like, oh, it's so unrealistic. I don't wanna play with Barbie anymore because no one looks like that. This is unrealistic for a woman. Look do at her you, proportion. She'd look ridiculous as a do, person. Do you really go through that as a woman? I think like all like girls were, kind of do that. When you were actually playing with Barbie, did you have that aha moment where I don't, you were just like, oh, I'm done playing with you? I don't because like of you X, out, y, and Z. You outgrow the Barbie, but then you get to this point where you're just like, sh you know, like look at the way she looks. Nobody could look that way. It sets unrealistic expectations. But I think the problem with Barbie is, is you grow up and now there's other influences. So you start to read 17, you start to look at these teen Vogue, you look at God knows, you know, whatever women's magazines, which constantly are telling you how to lose weight, how to be skinny, especially nowadays are a lot more, it's different, like a lot more body positivity and you should be healthy, legitimately should be healthy, but not now we're in the woke, anorexic. woke generation. I don't want to get into that. What I'm saying is like body. Right. Specifically right. for this, because when I grew up right. in the 90s, everybody was super thin. The 2000s, if you look at some of these actresses like Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, look how skinny they are. Right. That was what you were supposed to look like. Right. And if you were heavier than that, you were fat. And, and that was that. Was that. Like, and believe me, I grew up in that generation too. And I was one of those people that were like, oh, you're heavier. I wouldn't say I always liked a girl with a little thickness. Jeremy, on the other hand, mm -hmm. it was like if you're over two percent body fat, you're fat. See, and there he you go. And he would literally say that to women's face. And I'm like, Jeremy, I know we come from an affluent community, but there's Ridiculous. being respectful and not being respectful. Yes, but and he I just agree didn't. With you. He just didn't care. But not only was Jeremy saying this and probably seeing it in magazines, but that was a big thing with us growing up is 
misogynistic we were never tones. skinny enough and it's not just that's what you guys are saying us well we grew, it's not just we men. grew up in that era but it's not just the men the women do it too and she says that in her speech too that women also judge other women and put these expectations right. on we do it to each other so it wasn't just like only men are doing this to us she's like women do it too and that's what i'm saying like those skinny having those pictures and being told that you're not thin enough and this is how you should look Barbie just seemed to perpetuate that. So I feel like at least for millennials, maybe you go through that period where just like, oh my God, Barbie is the worst. But what I liked in this movie and what I appreciate is they they said, and Margot comes out as the original Barbie saying, that wasn't my intent. Barbie is, everyone can be Barbie and look at all the things she can do. She can fly an airplane, right? She can be be a doctor. She can be the president. You as a woman, as a little girl, have the whole world open to you. And look and, at what Barbie did, and you can be just like Barbie. And that I and like I get from the movie. That's what they that's Mattel's intent. They right. think Barbie is your role model. She if she did this, you could do that. You and I agree with that. You want. Anything yes. you want, the world is open. Your mm-hmm. is your oyster. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. I think there should be no limitations on anybody. Mm-hmm. But that's a, there soci- were, a societal thing and, and that's some of the jokes they made i think were fair too like they go to mattel's headquarters and, and they're all men, men right? running this division and they're specifically talking about barbie which is aimed at little girls. girls right now granted boys can play with barbie too if you're if you want to but the idea is it's a generally a girl's toy realistically it's, most it's, people popped heads off of the barbies i did that I had a skipper whose head was never on. Well, you're a sociopath, though. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I had a Ken, too, that I think I popped his head off. But I was equal opportunity to pop pop the heads off. off. Mm -hmm. So what did you think of the overall story involved with this? I like, again, I like the cheesiness, the outfits that Barbie had. That was so much fun. Or Ken, when they would stop sometimes and, like, show the outfit and, like, label it uh-huh. for you. And they explained which each, what each Barbie was and the Kens, some of the different Kens and Alan. Because definitely didn't know who Alan was before this. But, no, definitely not. Yeah, I like those cheesiness and, like, and you know, like, when they're rollerblading and they have those ridiculous, like, 90s outfits on. Mm-hmm. And they were all based on real Barbie and Ken toys. So they weren't just making this up. Like they were basing them off of true dolls for some of the outfits. Right. I loved all of that. But I also loved that we did have those real moments like with Gloria, America Ferrer's character, talking about what it's like to be a woman. I liked that because it was relatable to me. And the bits where Barbie, spoiler. Well, if you're watching this uh, or listening major to spoiler. this, I'm assuming you're either trying to figure out you want to go yeah. or, but this, it, we are going to do spoilers yes. on this. So major spoiler here. When Barbie decides she wants to stay in the real world, it was so touching to talk about what it means to be a person. And that wasn't like, I was they didn't say what it's that. like to be a woman. They said, this is what it's like to be a person. So and I thought think, that was so nice. You think Barbie ended up growing out Barbie land? Because she wanted to be more, become more of a person. Yeah, she wanted to expand. Become, expand her horizons. Yeah, exactly. Because Barbie in Barbie land has a perfect life. Just like she said, although it seemed like by the end they were going to change things up. So it wasn't going to be so divided with the Kens and the Barbies and all that. And they were making progress with that. Right. But yeah, Barbie land, you don't have all the range of emotions, which makes because sense. Because everything's perfect there. 
Yeah, and that's what it should be when you're with Barbie because she has this great life and you can be like Barbie and achieve her dreams. So she shouldn't be, uh, what was it? Um, did they have, like, what was the names of the Barbies? Like, because oh they had like the journey about death Barbie and like the existential crisis Barbie. And it was yeah, pretty they're... funny. Like no one really wants to probably play with those Barbies. <laughs> so the it's crazy better. crazy people do, but it's, yes. It's better to have Barbie be more of an optimistic toy. Right. But if she wants to experience all the feelings and knows what comes with it, then I think that's fine. Let me look at my notes. We've got... What did you think of that? We've talked about the acting, the dialogue. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the cinematography? Like how things were set up? Oh, I think that Greta Gerwig did like what? a great job as a director. And I just, the colors, the costumes. Right. I, it didn't feel too slow to me at any point in time. And I liked the different sets you always knew whether you know the real world contrast to the barbie land and the fact they were practical sets right and they were all practical sets mm -hmm. and they did like pulley systems to make oh, it yeah looking. when they're traveling and yes. i will post some behind the scenes stuff of the barbie movie uh this will be event eventually be available on instagram and you can follow us mm -hmm. we haven't done that yet this is the first episode mm -hmm. so let me ask you this does it mean anything to you that a woman directed this or do you think a man could have done the same thing? I think to get the right tone of Barbie, even though a lot of men have run the company for Mattel, I think that having that woman director and helping co-write it, I think did make a difference for the tone of who Barbie is and who she should be because she was designed for little girls and for women. Okay. So and not, you know, not I'm, to say anything like a man couldn't, you know, maybe feel some of it, but to actually know what it feels like to be female or to know how it feels to play with Barbie, I think having a woman do it was the best choice. So keep in mind, this movie just hit a billion dollars. So that means there's a lot of crossover mm -hmm. between men and, men and women. It, yeah. So you don't get those numbers if you can't cross over. And so that's somehow, some way... Mm -hmm. Barbie has done that. Mm -hmm. Are you surprised at all that? A little bit because, you know, it's based on a toy. Right. That's very old at this point in time. It's based on a female toy. And, you know, Hollywood is notorious for making it pretty clear. They don't think women can really run, be the stars of the movie, that they can't be the main focus. Although I do think that the Marvels is also going to prove them wrong when that comes out in November. Okay. It's all female. And we'll have you cast. back on for that one, too. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of nepotism in Hollywood. I mm -hmm. mean, that's the studio system, and that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, really. You're gonna, you kind of have to change Hollywood from the inside out to get more inclusion of mm -hmm. men and women. I think because of this movie, there is gonna, there, it's going to start opening the door for that inclusion. But mm -hmm. most people in Hollywood, and I'm being for real on this, think you know you have a barbie movie they think it's a fluke they mm -hmm. think oh it's a fluke mm -hmm. you know it, this couldn't happen again in a in a time where we live with reboots reboots That's reboots true. this is finally coming out and i think the reason why it has done so well is because it serves a neglected audience even though i thought in the beginning it made fun of men and mm -hmm. i didn't really stand for it it, it was 
it w- wasn't making fun of him. It, it's the tones they use. It was, I think it was, it, well, you you know what it was. It was saying like the real world society is men run it and women right. have to deal with it. It was just an exaggerated version of that in right. Barbie land. And no, yeah. exactly. And I think it got better. So in a time where we live in reboots, it's fresh new content. It Certainly. serves an audience that most studios don't serve. Mm-hmm. Do you think, in my opinion, I think Hollywood will start making mo- more movies like this? Well, they had um, Bridesmaids. That was like a really big movie when it came out. And okay. that was a while ago now, if I recall. It made a lot of money and it was pretty popular. I don't think I ever saw Bridesmaids. But it's all female cast again. It's kind of it's like... It's not my kind of humor. I'm going to be honest with it's you. It's kind of like... Not uh, my favorite movie, but... The all-female Ghostbusters. That flopped at the box office. It did. I don't think it was that bad. I don't bad. think it was that bad either, but it's most, not my favorite story most line, people but say it was terrible. It was what? certainly not terrible, in my opinion. I don't think I don't think that movie but was terrible. But we're kind of talking, you know, kind of apples and oranges because mm-hmm. they're different humor, different genre. Well, and this movie too, you could bring kids. It's PG-13, but you really could bring kids to it because some of right. the more adult jokes are just going to go over their head. They're not going to get some of the the humor you know like when the ken's gonna stay the night and barbie's like oh what are we supposed to do and he's just like i don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> that's pretty funny but yeah i just i think that helps it too is that because it's barbie people right. probably were like oh i can bring my kids to see this movie and that's another thing it's and that's it kind one of appeals thing, to a lot of people that's one thing i liked about this is it was not like for kids they did basic humor uh, for adults and mm-hmm. i did that's some of the common ground i could mm-hmm. give get in, involved with the movie yeah mm-hmm. so could you sit down and watch it again i definitely could yeah i think if you were like let's go i could do it but i would not want to mm-hmm. it wouldn't be my first choice i would want to go see oppenheimer now right now it just release so it's barb and hammer so we have yeah. oppenheimer and barbie but mm-hmm. it put that together it's oppenheimer or barb and hammer i'm sorry barb and hammer barb and yeah mm-hmm. and so we have not seen oppenheimer yet but it's a long that's movie. something i really and truly wanting to do and mm-hmm. we will have that on the podcast soon mm-hmm. so where would you rate this movie from one to ten one being the worst movie ten being the best movie of all time i would probably give it a solid eight okay i would give it a six because you know i liked it it was entertaining but Mm -hmm. it had a lot of undertones Mm -hmm. i didn't like Mm -hmm. and that i mean i know it got better but you know first impressions are hard to overcome Mm -hmm. especially in movies Mm -hmm. and i wanted to see it because you guys wanted to see it but i also wanted to see it with you guys because Mm -hmm. Clearly, you and I have different opinions yes. of the of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was more uh, feministic and uh, mm-hmm. feminine tones and everything, mm-hmm. and that's cool because that's that's the market you're in, right. and Hollywood does not serve that to you. Mm-mm. Most movies in Hollywood are. You know, they don't even do comedies anymore because they're too expensive. Mm-hmm. But it has to be like crime or a reboot mm-hmm. or a shoot 'em up bang bang movie. Mm-hmm. You don't get a family movie that you can bring 
your daughters or your mm-hmm. granddaughters to a movie mm-hmm. and say, let's go watch this. Yeah. It's nothing that in this movie, you don't have to cover your daughter's eyes and be like, it's always that one scene where you're watching it and then that sex scene comes on mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, fuck. But Barbie and Ken do not have genitals. So don't they worry. do not do that. So nothing in this movie is you have to cover up or be ashamed mm-hmm. or you're not going to have to explain anything mm-hmm. to your kids afterwards. I think if you're going to go see this, you're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And that's why this movie has hit a billion dollars. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I I commend her. Mm-hmm. I think she is now an eight-figure director. This movie sealed the deal. Mm-hmm. And she can pretty much do whatever she wants in Hollywood now. Which is good. I'm sure Greta Gerwig will uh, use and, it well. And I definitely think there will be a Barbie too. I because was wondering. Mm-hmm. now I'm surprised they haven't greenlit one already. And we just don't know about it. Mm-hmm. But there will be a, a Barbie too. Mm-hmm. So you said a, uh, eight. Mm-hmm. I said a six. Mm-hmm. So Hopefully, you got something out of this episode. Hopefully, you liked the banter. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we'll, if you like movies, we love movies. This is what this podcast is about. I really wanted to start a new podcast about movies and reviewing movies mm-hmm. and giving you guys my honest opinion about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why we wanted to start this. So mm-hmm. this is the first episode of mm-hmm. uh, Robbie's Reviews. Produced by Limitless Broadcasting. It's mm-hmm. on the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. Um, please like and subscribe. And we will be back with... Well, we've seen so many movies, but the next one I'm going to do is Sound of Freedom. Ah, good because that, that is... I will probably have you back on for that one. because. Okay. But she is a... A guest on the show but yes i will not be on every episode right i will have people on you will uh, we have another podcast we're launching on the network marvin will probably be on several of my sh- episodes or i might do phone interviews or zoom interviews and mm-hmm. have other people but mm-hmm. or sometimes you might just get me and i'm bantering of what i think of the movie yeah but that hopefully you enjoyed this first episode please like and subscribe you can find our content on any place you get your podcasts Mm -hmm. and i think that's about it all right so thanks a lot for tuning in and we'll see you for the sound of freedom awesome all right all right bye hasta la vista baby Robbie Reviews is hosted by Robbie Brooksby as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Post-production and intro by Sammy Brooksby. Follow the show on Instagram at Robbie Reviews Movies. Check out the other shows on our network by following at Limitless Broadcasting on Instagram and at 1950 Studios on TikTok. See you next time. You're still here?
It's over. Go home. Go.